Hello, hello. I'm Carmen Milagro. I'm a CBD educator. I'm the author of Truths About Hemp CBD, a guidebook for curious folks. And I'm also the founder of Davina Skincare. Welcome back to From the Ground Up. So on the show, we talk about transformation, transformation in life, transformation in business, you know, successful transformations, I believe, start when you do the work from the ground up and also from the inside out. We talk about, you know, business strategies and success and your goals and your dreams, of course. But then how do we maintain all that through that journey of, you know, how do you take care of your mind, your body, your spirit, your soul? So we talk to different people on the show from authors to CEOs, celebrities, musicians, artists, people from all walks of life. And we learn from them what their strategies are in this in these various arenas. So we're not always on one same track and we may be a little bit all over the place sometimes because that's me. But I do think that uh, the purpose of the show is, you know, we're on a quest to find some of these answers, to find some of these truths about how to maintain balance and what does that mean for each person. So I'm really excited today because my guest, she's originally from Norway, uh, but right now she's joining us from Arizona. And like many women, she wears multiple hats all the time. She's a CEO who started and grew her skincare business and she grew it, sold it. You know, she had her exit plan. She's a multidimensional human being. She's an investor. She's a mentor to many of us, myself included, uh, because in everything she does, that from what I've seen and what I've experienced, she truly supports other women on their journeys. She's always there to answer questions and guide you and just like provide knowledge. And I think that's pretty important. But more than all of this, she's a humanitarian. She is relentless in her advocacy for children's rights. And she's also an author. She's a mother and she's a mission. She's an award-winning author, by the way, I should mention, of children's books. And the books teach acceptance and love. And they help to inspire children to have amazing and incredible lives by becoming amazing, supportive, nurturing human beings. But you know what? I'm going to let her tell you her own story. So we are going to bring on Miss Anita Telly. How are you, Anita? How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. This is wonderful. I'm so happy that you're here with us. Thank you for, you know, wanting to share some of your story. So let if you don't mind, you know, in your own words, why don't you tell us a little bit about what it was like growing up in Norway and what was something that your parents taught you that you've applied to your professional journey along the way? Well, it was, uh, I just feel very blessed to have mom and dad, you know, um, they have passed on, but to be able to be their daughter, they were so supportive. 
and yeah i was that is a little girl <laughs> but anyway one of the things that both my parents they were in uh, holding camps under you know world war ii they were small small children my dad was 10 and my mom was five so um when they when they decided to you know they had all this stuff that I had to deal with as young children. So when they decided to have their own children, when they got married and they're adults, they always wanted to make sure that we had a really good life. There's three of us. And my dad would always say, whatever you do, do it with passion, strong work ethics. Nothing in the world is free. <laughs> you have to, nothing is handed to you. And, and also to love and accept people. Um, find the gem in every single person and focus on that. And uh, I, I just love that because sometimes, you know, you meet people and it's like, okay, how can I find something good in that person? But, you know, I hear, you know, my, my dad in the background going, okay, girl, <laughs> you know, this is, uh, you know, you can do this. And, uh, you know, humans, every, you don't know anyone's, everybody's story. You just don't know it. You don't know what they have gone through or anything like that. So, so it was really great. They were very supportive of me, and uh, I was very much into sports. They were supportive of me. The only time that I would say that I did things on my own that maybe they didn't support a lot was when I was going to leave and go to the United States. Um, I don't think they were too happy about that, but um, they, you know, came and visited, and I, of course, go home, went home all the time. So, but it was it was really a, a beautiful childhood. Um, and being able to visit with uh, people from all over the world. Because one of the things that I did as a very young child, at 10 years old, I became um, a member of Amnesty International. And I still am today. Yeah. And uh, it has just followed me my whole, my whole life. And I have been very in, you know, involved in understanding um, people. And so what I made a choice to do at that time, and. When I tell my son the story, he goes, Mom, what you were doing was snail mail because I had pen pals and we did, you yeah. know, write letters. <laughs> and so anyway, so I met people from all over the world and um, many, many countries uh, from Africa, Australia, you know, Europe, you know, everywhere. And I still to this day have quite a few of them that are still my friends. And uh, I have my friend Irene. She's a judge in Zurich, in Switzerland. I have my friend Barlani in Hawaii. I have, you know, people in Australia, Linda, you know, you know I have people all over that uh, I'm still friends with today. So I believe that one of my reasons for um, really starting up and um, wanting to get out in the world and experience different cultures and stuff came from that. Sure, absolutely. Now, I, you know, one of the things that I loved about what you were taught by your father, by your parents, is accepting people as they are and, you know, being of service and, you know, just that that whole concept of being kind to one another. I, If I recall... I, and I, I'm hoping that, that I, I can get you to share this story as well, because the way that I saw this translating into your business was mm -hmm. one of the stories that you told me about how when you had, when you started your skincare distribution company, mm 
mm-hmm. you did something that was your secret to success. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it was basically the the foundation for what your brand stood for, but but the foundation of that from the way that I understood it is being of service to others. Correct. Can you sort of share that, that yes. success that you had? Yes. Uh, so um, I started up uh, with, you know, a few partners and we started up a company called Salon Technology and we were a distributor of hair care and skin care to the salon industry. And um, so what we did, we were, we were always out there, you know, we had 22 salespeople and they were out there going from salon to salon and beauty supply and all this. And one of the things that we decided to do, because we saw that the salon owners were often, you know, working really, really hard and had a, you know, a, a tough time at, at times, you know, also keeping keeping staff. So things would kind of fall behind. So what we decided to do is we came up with this program and um, we actually, we called it a shampoo day. So it wasn't very original. <laughs> but, but anyway, so what we did is we kind of... Uh, we went into this to the stores, this or the stores, beauty supplies, or we went into the salon owners. And for that, for half a day, we just were there to help them. And so we did everything from dusting their shelves to you know helping them with whatever they needed. We were there for them. And so, but with that, one of the things we did that was quite. Uh, quite unique and uh, pretty brilliant, if I have to say so myself, was <laughs> that when we when we were dusting the shelf, we said to the salon owner, oh, would you mind if I take down this, this product line here and, and put mine up there? And they go, oh, of course, go ahead. So we would take the competition's product line and put them down and we put ours at, you know, at the level where people could see it. Very much increased sales. Um, and also the the fact that the um, the salon owners they they realized that we didn't just come there to take their order and say hi how are you and how are you doing today can I take your order and be out the door right. we we cared and we would you know send flowers and we we would send cards on on you know on birthdays we had a VIP program that we gave or we uh, introduced to to salons where we divided it into a b and c accounts so we would uh, evaluate the um the salons based on how, how much they were doing now with our product and how much potential did we feel they had and then we put them into categories and then we presented the program to them so what they could do is if they want to be in in you know in a vip a they would have to guarantee so and so many purchases, so and so much purchases per month, and um, you know, of course, it depend on you know how how many stylists it had, twenty or thirty stylists, or if they had you know five, whatever. So we did that, and when they met their goal, they got uh, they got VIP uh, entrance to some of our big shows that we have, and we had very big shows with models and showing the latest fashions and the latest hairstyles and the color and all this. And we had, we brought in um, stylists from all over the world that came in and were on stage. And so these VIPs got to sit in the front, made them feel pretty good. We also had a, um, a kind of a, a, we gave them a list over things that they, they, they could uh, kind of, um, collect their points because we gave them points so they could collect that and then they could get you know different things like american express cards or whatever it was so so that right there made it so a lot of our customers really 
thought that we went way beyond and they were very loyal to our company. That's incredible. You're building those relationships. Let's, let's fast forward now, because if I recall uh, from, you know, one of our many conversations, when, when you, when it was time to exit your business, you know, it was, it was a, it was a life-changing moment. Like Mm -hmm. what's the thing that happened or that you chose that you found that you discovered um, that really changed your life, you know, from going from the CEO to another role, which was probably much more important. Well, it was much more important and it was a heck of a lot harder. (laughs) (laughs) So, so after, uh, after the sale of the business, um, uh, I adopted, um, you know, my son, Brandon from Ukraine. And Brandon had, um, was born with a cleft palate and a cleft lip. So it was, uh, it was challenging, uh, to see him go through all the surgeries, to see him go through, um, uh, bullying because he, because of his speech, um, and, uh, he was different. So one day I just sat down, I had, uh, watch my son this girl she was little she didn't really know what she was doing i i guess she was like seven eight years old maybe and she told him she said what's wrong with your face and that hurt me more than my son because yeah. my son said to her he said well there really isn't anything wrong with my face but what uh, what happened with me and he went through the, the medical kind of explanation of it i was ready to go over and grab her by the neck right, right. <laughs> you know, because she was hurting my son so anyway, so so I sat down one one night because you know the older they get, you know the tougher it is. So I, I sat down and I I said to myself, what can I do to possibly encourage my son to make things better for him? And I decided to um, to write a book. So I wrote a book called A Little Different, All Perfect, and that book ended up winning the San Francisco Book Festival. So when that happened. Um, you know, I was, I was very, uh, I was delighted. I was very happy. Um, I wrote another book. It was called Always Time for Kindness. And uh, that book won awards as well. And I wrote a third book that was called uh, All But Not Expired. So in, in all of my books, I focus on social issues, um, on everything from you're different, so therefore we're going to make fun of you, um, Always time for kindness is pay attention to others and follow the 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 um, the kind of the voice inside that tells you how to treat another human being. And the third one was I saw a lot of loneliness in um, in older people and that their children either moved out of states and I didn't have time for them. And so to me, I wanted to kind of encourage the youngster what an amazing opportunity for learning by being around older people and so actually that book there is probably one of my it's probably one of my favorite books because i um i love old people i just love you know they have learned so much uh, in life and they have so much to give so um so that's what i did and then what happened is um a lot a lot of people asked me why your son seems to have such confidence. And I thought, oh, it's just the way I raised him. And so, 
so then they said, well, you know, teach us. And I was like, me writing a book for adults? Uh, oh, wow. But anyway, I ended up writing a book, which is probably just like a love story about, you know, to my son, uh, about the kind of the challenges that we went through uh, and how we could uh, notice uh, if someone was being bullied, um, help for parents, help for teenagers. And so I wrote, wrote that book and um, it was received quite well and uh it was helpful and yeah so so that was uh that was my second uh, career so to speak yeah. <laughs> well and and what happened um of course we all know what happened in 2020 right but what happened as far as how did you how did you swivel how did you pivot you know from go heading down this path it seems to me that it's like like most of us, our our plans that we had, our our visions that we had for what we were where we were headed, uh, for some came to a screeching halt. Mm -hmm. Others we were able to, you know, do a quick U-turn as fast as we could. What was that U-turn for you? Well, it was I really had to to um make a complete kind of stop and just said, okay, take a deep breath and let's move on. Um, I lost my mom, uh, very hard on me to lose my mother. And then I had been promised to, um, that my nonprofit, I forgot to tell you that I started a nonprofit to help uh, children and I would go to schools and teach anti-bullying. I brought my, I had this little boo-boo bear. That was a little bear that, you know, has rice in it that, uh, Kind of created a life on his own and so um the kids were put in the microwave they go sleep with it and they had their boo-boo bears warm with them up. all the time yeah. it's warm enough a comfort bear <laughs> yeah a comfort bear that's probably a better name anyway so um so what happened is i had been promised you know um that i would get some funding and so i was really excited about it sure and uh you know it might still happen who knows uh but what happened in 2020 was that I could no longer go to schools. I could no longer go and give my, you know, reach out and with my message at, and go there and have that physical contact with these children. Um, and so I couldn't do that. And then the funding, um, which was coming from Europe, um, didn't happen. So, and I had made, uh, you know, commitment to to some people that I would help them with their charity when I got this money. And, and I felt, cause I, I never, if I say something, I keep my promise. Right. And, um, and I felt, I felt kind of beaten down a little bit right then sure. because I, you know, I, I had all these dreams and I could do all these things for these kids. And I had dreams about, you know, doing a lot of things and bringing children from a, a lot of different nationalities together and, 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 and having them teach each other things and just, you know, kind of this place of harmony. And so when that didn't happen, I couldn't go to schools and, and teach, you know, what I want to, I was like, okay, what do I do now? And one of the things that I have to tell you is, um, you know uh, JT Fox organization yes. and and I had been with with them I've been with them for I think it's going to be 11 years in February 
Um, and I was just like, I had learned a lot and I'd taken a lot of notes and I don't, I did coaching and it so helped me when I came to this place because I could go back and you can do it. Speed of implementation, all the kind of the keywords like just right. coming into my head, you know, from what I learned. And so I sat there and I, I thought, you know what, I, I can choose to just be you know, depressed about this and move on. I know my mother would have want me to move on. So that was uh, very important to me. And um, and I, I ended up just uh, I now have a job as the uh, marketing director for a stone company. <laughs> it's like so different than what <laughs> I've ever done in my life. And. And I really, you know, I'm really enjoying it. And um, and I'm enjoying working with, with people, working with adults, you know, because since my first business, you know, where I had, uh, you know, I had 110 employees at 10 stores, I was always around adults and then going to just dealing with children, you know, mm -hmm. so now I'm dealing with adults again and, and I'm enjoying it and I'm having a, a good time um, learning about, you know, new things and experiencing new things and just moving on and re and also in a way not being so harsh on myself for you know for in a way i felt like i was failing when i was not able to you know to help these people in haiti and these kids and all that that i had made a commitment to and um i realized that uh, i am you know i did the best i could no one could figure out what was going to happen with this crazy thing. And so um, I just moved on and um, I'm actually, you know, uh, in my office right now. <laughs> and um, I've been working all day and today was a super exciting day. You know, we I get to see people that, you know, um, come down from like Canada or other places and they build their second home. And these second homes are like 12, 15 million dollar homes. And it's like, wow. So I get to, 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 to see a lot of, you know, how, how we, we create, because we say, if you can dream it, we can build it. So I get to create all these, uh, you know, these ads and put them in, you know, big, magazines and like with the Ferrari book and was invited to, you know, to be over there and do all these things that are kind of, it's kind of fun, very different. Mm -hmm. And my heart really is, you know, you know me, I, I would love to, you know, just, you know, work with kids. Yes. And one of these days I will be back and I know that I will be. And, yes. Um, yes. and I have all these other books in my head too. Because with COVID and all these things happening, you know, you get all these other ideas. It's a whole lot of other experiences, isn't it? Yeah. With with all of everything that you do, because you don't, you know, you're you don't stop being a mom just because you're now at a new job. And you know, we we have different types of stress and we have different types of issues that we deal with, you know, working from home is very different than going to the office every day. You know, the ergonomics at our desks, it's very different than, you know, having an ergonomic team at, in a building that's taking care of your, you know, furniture and all of that. What are some of the, what are some of the things that you do to take care of yourself physically? And then mm -hmm. like, let's do like three of the top things that you do 
for yourself, you know, for self-care, for wellness, for your health. And then like three of the top strategies for, for the business, because in my, in my experience and my observation and, and everyone that I speak to, right. Um, they're integrated. The more healthy you are, the more successful you can be in whatever business that you're in. Mm -hmm. So, well, number one is, uh, you know, my, my diet, um, I'm, um, I'm very careful with what I eat. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's, that's, that's the first thing that, so I keep my, my body healthy, um, exercise, swimming and, and walking. I'm not really into uh, bodybuilding, <laughs> but, but, uh, I, I, I can't, can't do that. But, um, so, so I'm doing, you know, and, and then also, and then meditation and my spirituality, um, you know, I believe in God every day. I will say, um, I'm a glorious child of God. I'm joyful, serene, positive, and loving. I got that from Marian Williamson and I'd kind of just stick with that. So sometimes when I have a, you know, a little tough time, I just take a deep breath and I say that. So those are the three things, you know, that I do. But of course, you know, spending time with families and my son and all these things too. But you asked particularly for, for me, uh, myself. Yeah. So that's that. As far as business, um, the first thing I do is when I walk into the offices uh, in the mornings, I make sure that I visit every desk and uh, just make sure they know that I'm there. Uh, you know, and when I say I know that I'm there in a different, maybe a different way than, okay, I'm, I'm here and I'm going back to my desk, but to show that they matter. I've always found in all the years that I have been in business, the way that I, that you treat your employees, the people around you uh, has always to me been when you come from a place of caring and, and, and being there, you will see the performance like that too. So I feel the energy in the room. And if I feel, you know, if I'm going out to the warehouse or I'm going out to customer service or I'm in sales, whatever it is, I feel the people's, you know, how, 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 how are they feeling today? If I can make their day start up um, happy, joyful, they will perform better. I will have more sales. There's a lot of things. If they come in and they still bring that luggage from home and they're sitting there and thinking about that and they're not getting their mind off that that is not productive right. so i always do that and i do it also because i really honestly i really do care about people i love people yes. i just really do and um and so i do that in the morning and then you know uh, also uh you know strategically making sure that we are on pace um I can be the, uh, the, like kind of the, you know, rah, rah, here we go, you know, and I, I, you know, I do contests where I have teams. I need to get the little competition here to get, you know, sales <laughs> up and stuff like that. Uh, it was, it was amazing because, um, one of the customer service girls, she told me this morning, she's like, you know what? I am calling, I have a list now of these people that I'm calling. And she goes, I'm going directly to NSACs. I'm going directly to this. And it was so fun, you know, just see her, just at this little, uh, you know, competition that I started right, up with, right. with the teams and stuff. And so we do that, up, right? And it's fun, you know? <laughs> and so then, uh, and also, of course, you have to make sure that, you know, the, the business is uh, financially strong. 
And um, so those are pretty much the, you know, the kind of like the three things that, mm -hmm. that, that I focus on. But, you know, I, I really uh, adore my team and I, I, I know they're going to have big increases this year. And um, I think it's, uh, I think it's really great. That's great news, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it all comes from the top, the leadership, the team, the executive level. You know, it all comes from there. Yeah. When you're when you're building a brand, when you've built a company. Yeah. I think that's really important because like you said earlier, it has to also I mean, there's steps and there's things you do, but if it's not authentic, people know that. Absolutely. It, whether it's you you genuinely care, you're yeah. you're stopping by to say good morning because you genuinely want to say good morning. Yes. People know whether it's a whether they're even aware of it or not. Yeah. You know, they're they know energy is energy. Um so I I, I love this conversation because it really does highlight for me, you know, so much of the things that I believe and when I get to that level when it's not just me building a company. I these are the things that I believe that I also have done in the past. Mm -hmm. So you know, I like the reminders. That's why I love these conversations. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, I know it's the end of the day. You've had a long day, but um, is there anything that you would like to share with the viewers, with the audience, about you know just how to connect with you? what it is that you can help them with or, or anything like that, that you just, you just want them to know. But we'll also, of course, put our links and your contact information in the post. So they'll be able to see it there too. Okay. Yeah. I, I um, I am very open to, um, you know, to talking to people. I, like you said earlier, uh, I've been coaching a lot of people myself Um actually quite a few, uh, you know, ex-employees um, and some of, uh, you know, my son's babysitters that are now adults and are starting up their own businesses and yeah. have reached out. And so I've been helping people, um, giving them ideas. I just got um, a, a person that um, has a company in, in Spain and he just reached out to me and he said, would you consider, um, would you consider looking over this business plan because I'm starting something new. And I said, yes. And then I read it and, and I said, no, well, I have to ask him a question first. And I, and I, and I emailed him and I said, I just want to make sure that you want me to be honest because there's, there's people that, you know, that tell you that they want you to be honest. Right. But then they just kind of like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe they said that. Right. And so I said, because I'm going to come with a lot of suggestions of improvement that I feel that you need to do. And again, I could do that because of listening to business owners and coaches and stuff like that. When I go to, you know, to some of the events that you and I have gone to and, and stuff. So anyway, so, so I wrote it and he sent me back. He said, he goes, I, you have no idea how much this uh, matter, you know, meant to me. And he goes, I will, uh, I'm going to, all the things you said for me to change, I'm going to change. <laughs> so that was good. So, so if people want to, you know, they can, they can find me on Instagram, you know, um, uh, and uh, they can, uh, or Facebook and just uh, PM me. Um, I, you know, it's just, you know, send me a, send me a message, a message, or even if we're not, 
friends and I'll I'll check and I can get back to people. I have to be a little careful with giving out, uh, you know, a lot of, of course stuff because uh, I've had some experience with some people that are not too, it's a little crazy, you know. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> no, <not> we all. <laughs> Anyone that is authentic is understands that in this day and age, there's a yeah. vetting process yeah. for everything. Right. I mean, people want to know that you're actually the person you claim to be, that the profile matches, that, you know, mm -hmm. all of that. That's just it, it, I find in this what, the era that we are living in, if someone gets upset about being vetted, then that's already a red flag. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, mean, I have to simple. I have to tell you something. I got a massage the other day and I brought your. um your divine, you know, the little massage thing, and yes. I just love it. So I have oh. to say thank, thank you for that. That, that oh. product is amazing. <laughs> that product thank is super you. amazing. Love it. Thank you so much. I, you know, it's one of the reasons why I started this company and why I'm on this journey as a CBD educator. It, I, like you, there's something in me that I've always felt that my purpose was to help people. And I've yeah. done it throughout my life in different ways. But, you know, like you, I also lost my mom a few years ago. And that for me was the, the catalyst for starting yeah. on this new journey because I really wanted to create something that was healthy enough for cancer warriors. Yeah. And that's that's my benchmark client. You know, so if it's if it's healthy enough for them, I'm using premium, you know, organic, raw, natural ingredients then it's healthy enough for the rest of us. So right. thank you for sharing that with me. That that makes me feel really good. I'm glad I helped. Yes, you did. <laughs> thank you. Well, and I know it's you've got to get home, dinner, all those things await you. I'm sure your hungry son is awaiting you. Oh, mind. no, he's, he's, he's tennis. That oh, tennis. okay. Well, yeah. that's good. <laughs> yeah, you don't a... have to rush home. Yeah, he's just, he's a tennis and tennis and tennis and tennis. Right. Well, yeah. that's his passion and that's his it purpose. It is his passion, <laughs> yeah. And he's, uh, he was quite proud a few days ago. He was, he beat a, a division one um, ASU tennis player and he was like, oh, mom, this is so cool. <laughs> so, he's, yeah, he, it's his passion. You know, sometimes he, he can be out playing tennis for nine hours, you know, and, uh, but he has a really, big appetite when he comes home. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. Look, eat a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you again for taking time today, Miss Anita. I really appreciate it. And and once again, thank you all for watching. And we will put Anita's information in the posts in the link below. You can like and comment. You know, we love all that engagement. Any final words, Anita, before you leave us that you would that you would like to say? That never give up you know if you go if it's two steps forward or one step back whatever just move forward and also more than anything i think we really have to realize what is it what is your priority what is it that is super super important to you because you know we're on borrowed time and uh sometimes i feel that people are moving forward as if they're you know as if they have all the time in the world and we don't we, we, you don't you don't know and so just be happy live in the now and um and just be a person that makes this world a better place
Thoughts? I love it. I agree a thousand percent. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. (laughs) Maybe another time. We might have another topic to discuss later on. Sounds good. (laughs) Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. And that's a wrap, everyone. Thank you so much, as always, for staying with us. I know that there were some incredible nuggets of wisdom in what Anita shared with us today. You know, don't give up. Keep going forward. Those are just a few of the tips of advice and, you know, just things to keep in mind. So I hope that what we're trying to do with the show is to open up your mind to the different possibilities of how to accomplish what you are setting out to accomplish. You know, um, it's the insights, it's the sharing of information that makes this, what I'm doing here, uh, so possible, but also so fulfilling. So I thank you all for continuing to come back to the show. And um, you're always welcome, you know, to to contact me at Davina.store. And uh, we can always connect in one way or another as well. And as I've said many times before, you know, the transformational success starts from the inside out, from the ground up. So until next time, I am wishing you, as always, a very healthy and successful journey as you build your wealth. Till next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.